Hello and welcome to the Oikos Family Podcast. I'm Sonia Wood and I am looking forward to sharing with you the next section in the Abundant Life series that I'm doing for you. This is Season 3, Episode 6 of this podcast. And this particular segment is all about cleaning out the pantry. (laughs) Because actually that's part of the journey to abundant life. In fact, this section in the book is called Further Steps to Abundant Life. So I'm going to drop it in here for you to listen to that. It's all to do with cleaning out the pantry and diet and nutrition and all the things related to that with regard to your journey to abundant life. So I hope you're going to find something useful in that. And I thank you for stopping by to listen to this podcast. Bye for now. Part 5. Further Steps to Abundant Health Once Linda had cleaned out our pantry and taught us about the importance of fresh juicing and how spinach juice would help my body to fight the cancer, and in fact any greens would help in the fight to rid the cancer from my body. We then moved into the importance of raw food intake. Because my body had, by this stage, begun to heal, we started reading books on nutrition, on juicing, and the importance of fresh juice and organic vegetables for our bodies to absorb and help build cells, rather than taking in harmful chemicals, poisons and preservatives which break down and destroy cells. Greg bought a juicer and a bread maker, and hence juicing and making bread with organic flour became a daily routine, as did eating only raw food for seven months. I have to confess that although this was exceptionally beneficial to cleansing and the healing of my body, it was extremely difficult for the children, especially James, who was your typical potatoes and meat kind of guy. We, of course, had never thought there was anything wrong with being a potato and meat kind of guy until we began to read and research the many harmful hormones and chemicals which are ingested if too much meat and the wrong meat has been eaten. We also learnt how the body has to labour to digest the volumes of meat which Westerners consume and how in fact we are more naturally herbivores and omnivores and less carnivores in our design. One can do an entire study on this, but it is largely logical. If we simply look at our tooth structure and our digestive system, clearly it is not designed for large intakes of meat. Carnivores have fangs for tearing and ripping the meat and very short intestines for the meat to be digested and passed through quickly. Omnivores, on the other hand, have very small and few fang-type teeth and more teeth for the grinding of nuts and fruits and very long intestines for the herbivore-type digestion not for meat to sit in the colon for days, becoming toxic and damaging to the body. As difficult as this adjustment of no meat and only raw food was for Missy and James, they very soon began to notice a significant difference in their own health. Missy discovered she had energy she had never known before, so much so that one day she said to me, Mom, I did not know that my legs knew how to walk on their own. I always thought I had to make them walk but now mine just do it all by themselves. You must realise that for many years Missy had been suffering with a chronic illness so she did not know the energy levels that she had begun to experience once we made our radical life changes. As much as James found the challenges almost unbearable, he could not help but admit how wonderful it was to have gone as long as six months without a cracked or broken bone. 
I feel to add here that please remember our family was in a severe health crisis, so we had to take radical steps to be committed to the road of recovery. So we persevered on this raw food diet for seven months and then slowly began to introduce the cooked food items we missed the most, such as baked potato and mashed potato. During our raw food diet, we had juiced potatoes, which are unpalatable when eaten raw, but when mixed with spinach, you'll be surprised how refreshing it is. I will always remember how my body felt as though it was celebrating when I gave it raw veggie juice, especially the green veggies. I had mostly veggie juice in the early days of cancer, not because someone told me to, simply because this is what my body seemed to be most grateful for. Later, I learned that juiced fruit should be had in small quantities, or none at all, for cancer patients, because of the sugar content in juice, and that cancer feeds off sugars. Our general rule for juicing today, now that I'm healed from cancer, is we keep veggies together and fruits together, and if the veggies need some sweetening, we add an apple. This way we kept a very good balanced diet without leaving out essential vitamins and minerals. We kept the balance of protein by having raw eggs in our breakfast shakes, and we included almonds and other nuts in our diet on a daily basis. Not everyone will agree with this diet, especially vegans, but we were simply learning as we went along this road, never before travelled. We also had not read juicing books to discover how to blend juice ingredients for optimum benefit. We simply took the steps we felt directed in at the time and looked for the results. If they were clearly excellent, we figured we must be doing something right. Even though Missy and James were finding the raw diet difficult, we just kept on repeating to them, God is teaching us new things. If we do not obey and do as he says, we are not being the parents he's called us to be. So we must obey and follow his instruction to us about how he wants us to live. If we do, we will benefit and soon see the fullness of all that he wants us to learn. There will be a reward for our obedience. We did our best to encourage them and help them with the changes by replacing the absolute no, don't eat that anymore, with something else, which they may not initially have appreciated, but due to this, their taste buds intensified, and after a very short time, they learned to value the change. When parents hear our testimony and are encouraged to make changes in their lifestyle, they very quickly meet with a strong resistance from their children, and then they become discouraged and want to give up rather than persevere. We suggest that when taking away any food item, that the family enjoys, such as bought bread, you should first give them a good lesson as to why you are removing bought bread from the diet. Tell them that research has proven that there are up to 16 harmful chemicals in plastic packet bought bread, and that God did not design our bodies to digest all these chemicals. When we take harmful chemicals into our bodies, because of what man has done to food, our poor bodies do not know how to digest something so foreign and unnatural. Our bodies then find a place to store the chemical, such as in the brain, the colon, the skin, etc. Once our bodies have a build-up of these chemicals, they start to present us with diseases of one kind or another. You could go on and tell them about cancer or any other severe disease if you feel they are able to absorb this, and if you believe it would be good for them to understand all the damage that can come to their bodies when they put in things that are not what God intended. After this graphic description, 
And I believe it should be graphic, because the more we can convince and convict our children of the truth, the better for them and their futures and even their whole families one day. And knowing that they have understood your reasons for the decisions you are making for their good, then give them something to look forward to. Rather than only taking away what they love, replace it with something better, such as saying, now that we're not going to buy bread anymore, we're going to make our own bread every day, and we're going to have fresh homemade bread. Now this may not taste exactly like what you expect, because we're going to use organic flour, which has the whole kernel in it, full of all the goodness that God put into the wheat for our nutritional needs. Because your taste buds are so unused to experiencing whole food, the bread may taste a bit different to you to begin with. You will, however, get used to this new flavor and very quickly you'll discover that if your friend's mom offers you a sandwich made from brought bread, you will notice that it has very little flavor and in fact you may even notice the taste of chemicals. Perhaps we will also go and look at the bread makers and we can maybe buy one and that will also be fun. And so begins the exciting journey of taking your children on a new road to health, a road they can be involved in and enjoy especially as they begin to realize the benefits to themselves. I told James a story one day to help him understand why we had made the choices we had for our family's health. This story seemed to help him understand and accept better. In the story, Bobby's Victory, which is in part seven, you will read about how eating habits and lifestyle changes can cause dramatic changes for the better. It is important to find what helps each individual child to make the changes to a better lifestyle, something they enjoy rather than something they fight against. And mom said to me one day that she had really tried to make the changes she knew her family needed, but her children just rebelled so badly and insisted on having their favorite cereal. I found this very sad indeed, so I asked the mom, Who was the authority in her home, and why was it that she was allowing the unwise foolishness of a child to make such important life choices for their family? This mom went on to tell me that in fact it was her husband who was the one who was resisting the most, and because she did not have his support, the children were taking his side, and so she felt helpless. Once again, I go back to why our walk to abundant health has worked and been a blessing beyond measure, It is because the whole family decided together that we would walk this journey supporting each other because we were convicted and convinced that this way was a way of a walk of obedience to God and surely if for that reason alone it would be worthwhile. It proved to be more than worthwhile. The benefits to our children were dramatic because they went from being ill to regaining health in abundance they began to experience a change in their own health, a change they had not expected as they had only ever known life with health challenges. This then became their reward, their reward of simple obedience to their parents and to God. What a deep, deep life lesson that they have learned through this. Once again, these were lessons they have learned which I never realized we were teaching. We were simply doing our best to be obedient ourselves and to be the examples God would like us to be. We tried. We continued in this way, making the necessary changes to cleanse our bodies and give them the building blocks needed to restore cells and so strengthen the body. I slowly began to see the results in my own body and that finally, after six months of pain and suffering, we saw the tumours begin to reduce and strength slowly return to my body. 
two very significant differences between the natural approach of ridding my body of cancer and the medical route were that the natural way took much more commitment and dedication and also the resultant healing was much longer in coming. For example, when I was diagnosed with uterine cancer, my uterus was removed and I had chemotherapy tablets for three months and then I was supposedly cancer-free. My daily living continued very much as usual other than I had to recover from the surgery, which sometimes was major and other times was minor. But with each instance, I made no significant life changes. With the natural approach, however, detoxifying, cleansing, building, this took several months, most of which I spent bedridden and definitely not able to continue my daily living as I was accustomed to. This was my experience. I have met others whose cancer or other bad illnesses was diagnosed early enough and their journey to health the natural way was not as long as mine was. The colon and rectal cancer I had was diagnosed after many other cancers and by this stage was so advanced after having so much surgery that my body was in a desperately bad state of health and consequently required huge discipline and time to fully recover. This does not mean that if you choose to take the natural walk to health, that you too must spend many months bedridden. The main reason for me being bedridden was that I was unable to sit or walk without severe pain due to the growing colon and rectal tumours. For pain control, I lay in hot Epsom salts baths a couple or more times a day. I eventually had to go on to morphine for a few months. This was the most natural choice of pain medication we could opt for, as the herbal pain remedies were not strong enough to help me endure the extreme pain levels. Once the healing began with the size of the tumours reducing and the pain becoming more manageable, we continued with the natural pain remedies and at the same time continued with the ongoing detox and building cells program. I do realise that many who are reading this are already on the right road regarding health, nutrition and teaching their children what God's word has to say about the care for our bodies. We, however, thought we were doing well. We believed we were on the road to good health. We hardly ever ate fast foods or junk food. We very occasionally did get takeaway meals when we were traveling, but this was so occasional that we considered ourselves very healthy eaters. We were ignorant. We were wrong. It is only since we have spent the past few years learning more about this that we have developed a deeper understanding of the huge importance of this topic, especially in that we are living in a fast-changing Western world which is not heading in a direction of following God's instructions regarding the way we live and the choices we make. We never used to take such careful note of ingredients listed on labels as we do now, and we have become increasingly horrified as to what is in so many products which I used to just toss into my trolley without so much as a glance. Now we, that is all of our family members, carefully examine and read the labels before anything is allowed to enter the trolley. Consequently, we have found that we spend more time at the organic farm store buying whatever fresh produce our own organic vegetable garden is not supplying at the time we need it. Now we very seldom make our way down the aisle in the supermarkets to the tins and processed foods. To Peter. Chapter 3, verses 9 to 11. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, 
not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Since everything will be destroyed, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God. One of our first projects after our health began to be restored was the garden. We began with a herb garden before embarking in what seemed to be an overwhelming project of a vegetable garden. We were mistaken. The vegetable garden was a joy from the very start to this very day. However, we began where we felt ready by creating a lovely herb garden so as to experience the benefits of herbs in our daily cooking. It is so extremely satisfying and rewarding to go into your garden and pick a few herbs to toss into your daily salad. If you begin with a few herb pots just outside your kitchen, you will find it worthwhile. Find a simple herb book to give you inspiration, and very soon you will be reaping the rewards. Romans 8 verse 28 And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose.